Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ang programang ito ay rated SGP. Striktong gabay at patnubay ng magulang ang kailangan. Maaaring may masiselang tema. Lengguahe, karahasan, sexual, horror o droga na hindi angkop sa mga bata. Are you ready? Marks and Smarks This is the Smarkiless Pilipinas Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. And welcome to the centennial episode of the podcast. Centennial. Centennial. Yeah. Really calling it a centennial. It's, it's 100th episode. Yeah, it's 100th episode. It, it was the first word that came episode. to mind. Okay. Um, episode 100, everybody. Yeah, and we'd like to thank everyone around the world, not just in the Philippines, not just in Manila, not just uh, wherever you are. And which is most likely here or in the States. <laughs> but we would like to thank everyone around the world who has stuck with us from whatever point in the past to now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so hello, welcome. Magandang umaga, magandang gabi. Uh, magandang hapon. Magandang hapon. Ben, ben, benvenido. Benvenuto. Willkommen. Salam alaikum. Uh, yeah, we see you, Saudi Arabia. We also see you, Menlo Park. <laughs> uh, there's somebody from Australia who tunes in. I'm betting this is Brandon. Uh, hey, good night, mate. <laughs> Hey, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. <laughs> Good night, Brandon. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, well, first things first, we got to tell you about where we place right now. We're actually the number six. Number 60. Second ranked podcast in the sports 62. and rec section. I know. I mean, 62. No, 62nd. 62. So, this is where we are uh, after 100 or after 99 episodes. Um, and we're on the road to WrestleMania, actually, mm. on, the, on oh. the fast lane to WrestleMania. Interesting because we started. Uh, at WrestleMania. Right after the WrestleMania thing, 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, amazingly, it was also brought about by, I guess, all of the emotions from Daniel Bryan winning the title at WrestleMania 30. And now, here we are at episode number 100, and Bryan is one week into retirement. I, I don't know if we can call it full circle, because it's not really a circle to anything. It's just one, one straight line. Yeah, yeah. But I guess the, uh, one of the things that continues to link me, I guess, to when we began the podcast is my Daniel Bryan Elite action figure. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So the WrestleMania 30 action figure. I decided to treat myself over the weekend because I, I actually saw it at Shopsville Plus. And um, I'm not sure if I'd share this story, but I'd been eyeing this Eddie Guerrero action figure at the same shop in, in Shopsville. It had the, the undisputed championship as well. Mm-hmm. So it went from mga 2,000 pesos, which is a pretty penny for you know, regardless of what, yeah. what no matter what you're is. getting. Uh, for your birthday, the Daniel Bryan one, yeah, probably. Or I was having a long day, so I kind of wanted to spend uh, on myself. Okay, yeah. So, um, so, so I never got to buy that Eddie figure. So I figured, putana the Daniel Bryan figure is here. He just retired. He's probably gonna you know be a Hall of Famer, so this will escalate in value. So yeah, I'm, I'm buying this stat. No, <laughs> but the fact that I own something that's gonna rise in value, you know, it's yeah, it's very Chinese of me, but you know, that uh, it is what it is. So um, the reason I brought up the figure is my my collection of action figures actually started because of you guys. Because mm-hmm. uh, two Christmases ago, uh, you guys gave me my first figure. I think this was the Wade Barrett one. Uh. Yep. So that was my first figure, and that started this little slippery slope in which I'm finding it harder and harder to get out. Oh, hold on, these are not drugs or anything. Don't yeah, do right? drugs, yeah. kids. Yeah. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Stay in school. It's it's uh, it, it's fun, you know, uh, being a grown ass man buying toys at Shopsville every every quarter of the year, I guess. So, um, speaking of Wade Barrett, uh, there are there is some news about Wade Barrett and how he may be leaving WWE when his contract expires in June. Which, as unlikely as it sounds for some of you, is very realistic considering all of the injuries that he's been through throughout the course of his career. Uh, th- that isn't why, actually. And, but it plays a part. <laughs> yeah, it, it plays, plays a, part. a part. And, well, basically the reason why he he isn't renewing is 
he's stuck where you know at that same place he's been since you know breaking out of the nexus and stuff like that but he's never really ascended to the the main event level which is I don't know we can partly blame it on him and we can partly blame it on booking on creative because we can blame it on him because he I, whenever he would get some momentum he would always go down with an unfortunate injury or something yeah, so there's always some thing that takes him off TV but at the same time I, I I also have to be fair to him and say that whenever he was healthy, uh, creative doesn't really do much with him. He's never wrestled a full calendar year, has he? Um, I would guess. Not, well, not since you know the, fir- not the since early his days. First yeah. role in the Nexus. Uh-oh. Yeah, so he's never wrestled a full calendar year. But um, how much of this news or this uh, this dirt? Uh, yeah, this dirt about Wade Barrett is really just him trying to pull off the same thing Dolph Ziggler did. Oh, yeah. It's also likely and. But I'm also quite inclined to believe that it's the former. Nah, he really is just tired of everything. Because uh, you can use it to... Well, it's possible that you can use it to... Up your value. Yeah, to get some leverage. Especially at a time when Vince and Triple H are trying to lock down everyone who could be of some value to their competitors. Even though uh, that they can't get everyone who is valuable. Um, the question now here is Is Wade Barrett Is King Barrett Valuable enough To keep around You say there are always A lot of hungry guys Waiting in the wings There are always A lot of people You can promote To that level And I think And I hate to say it Because I'm a huge Or I'm, I'm a good I'm a decent Wade Barrett fan I think he's pretty Replaceable With regard to the WWE totem pole Yeah I was gonna ask The same question Because every time A superstar leaves There always is a void That is left behind So that is a good question um, the, Will you really notice Wade Barrett's absence Outside of say The people who really Do love him Like I'm a Barrett fan So oh. I'm gonna miss him yeah. Right But uh, I'm gonna miss him But all the same uh, it's I'm not, not gonna miss him In the WWE exactly. You know what I mean It's not like he's I mean, we sort of get attached to wrestlers, and oh. it's part of—I mean, it's part of the way that the WWE and wrestling as a whole works. But can we really say that we love him? That's the thing. No, I love him. I love—I love what he does. I love how you love he what works. he does, how he works. But do you love him? Like, do, yes, really, uh, truly, madly, yes, deeply? I would. Yeah, I would like him to succeed. But I know I can embrace that within this uh, environment. I don't think he will because. You know, people uh, the WWE is just just set in their ways, and because I love him, I actually would like him to see him. I would actually like to see him somewhere else. Like I would like to see him in Evolve, even though Evolve is partnering up with NXT. I would have seen him in not no what no he doesn't fit. Yeah, he probably won't fit. He probably no he probably won't fit, but he'd be a nice contrast. But you know, you saw what happened to Big Zeke, Big Rick. I would like to see him in, in Revolution Pro, uh, which has a lot of good ties with ROH and NJPW. And I would like to see him in ROH or in NJPW. Like, imagine uh, Bad News Bennett <laughs> kicking <laughs> kicking the shit or, you know, beating the shit out of Shibata for the Never Openweight Championship. That'd be fun. Yeah, I or, would watch or, that. Or, we're, you know, we're fantasy booking or Omega point, versus Bennett for, uh, no, for, for the, the Intercontinental Championship. That'd be fine. Yeah, why not? Why not? Or even in TNA, fine. If you know, if it comes to that, it, it will come to that because you know if TNA can get Drew Galloway, for sure they'll be making a play for for bad news. All right, uh, uh, Wade Barrett isn't the only name that may be leaving the WWE very soon. Another uh, another name that is poised to leave is Brie Bella. Now she's made waves uh, this week by uh, by saying. That she's likely to retire by either early 2016 or in the middle of 2016, basically following her husband out of the company. Oh, hi, because I think uh, I think she knows her ceiling, and at this point, if she wants to have a family, if she wants to start a family, then let her start a family. She's well within her right. Yeah, she's well within that right, and she's making a smart decision on her end. Just, yeah, it's. Yeah, we don't call it selfish. Don't call it you know self-centered. But she's doing what's best for her and her family. And I mean that that Brian that Danielson family has been through a lot mm. lately. So between retirement, Daniel Bryan's dad dying, it's been tough. So starting a family might be the best thing for the both of them. I think the only thing this this really hurts is total divas. You know what no, I mean? Sure. Yeah. Diva. I mean, uh, the Divas Championship picture can survive yeah, without, you know what, without uh, Brie right now. 
Is it possible na they still be in Total Divas even though they don't wrestle anymore? Because they're WWE personalities. That's not, yeah, that's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, but I think with Brie Bella, because given that si, uh, si Daniel Bryan, when they leave, they'll just leave talaga. Oh. Like there won't be any lingering uh, bits of their presence. Sure, okay. Because yeah, so, you know Rosa Mendez is on Total Divas, and we don't see Rosa Mendez anywhere because she just gave yeah birth exactly. To a baby. I don't know, but baby. nobody misses Rosa Mendez. Yeah, yeah. I, I will kind of <laughs> miss Brie, but I won't miss Brie Moan. Okay, see, so yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. All right, and, and Nikki is a better wrestler anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's talk about um, a possible return. Then uh, I think I saw this bit of news Monday morning. Uh, Rey Mysterio has been uh, brought up in the news. It is apparently. Uh, well, he's apparently done with AAA, and he's apparently making a return to WWE now. Th- that that's still not sure. But what do you think about this news? Because I'm Christ. not too happy no, about know, this. No, uh, no, my bigger takeaway is that AAA is so fucked. It they is can't, so they fucked. They can't hold anyone down. Except they're so fucked. They're so fucked what up. What is wrong? What is their management is fucked up? All right, I'm I'm a newcomer to AAA, so I don't know much. How how uh, how do you sum it up for someone who doesn't know uh, his AAA? Well, the big thing is their December show last year. Yeah, Triple Mania. Yeah. No, 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 not Triple Mania. Uh, Triple Mania is in was in October. Okay. Uh, the the December show is Guerra de Titanes. Uh huh. Um, they were it was canceled. It was moved to January. Oh, okay. that's how bad shit is. You don't move. It's like moving. You know. Uh, not necessarily WrestleMania, but Survivor Series, something like that. Yeah, I guess something on the level of Survivor Series. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, we can't have Survivor Series this November, but stay tuned. Maybe we'll have it in December, something like that. And 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 speaking of Triple Mania, uh, it was also uh, pretty shitty production-wise. So a lot of shit uh, happening there, and even even Mysticis left and went back to CMLL. Now, uh, Rey Mysterio still has a deal with Lucha Underground. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, even though Lucha Underground has finished taping, uh, I think they, they're done with Ultima Lucha, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that being said, Rey does still have a deal with LU. But if he should go back to WWE, I think he'll be lost. Because his spot is already with Cal- in, in uh, yeah. Kalisto. I, I don't know. Uh, it's just so fucked up. I, 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 if I were Rey, I'd just either stick to LU, never mind uh, AAA. I'd just go stay, stay there and then be where I belong. Yeah. Or if I'm going to WWE, I would go as a trainer. I would come back as a trainer to anyone down at the performance center who wants to learn the high flying style. I hate what? to say this, but ang redundant narin kasi ni ng rule ni Ray. Not just that. Not just because he's redundant, but it's also because he's not Ray Mysterio the, from ten he's years ago. He's not the Ray Mysterio that we know and love. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's just sad. It's at this point. Oh man, it's hard to watch him. You know, sometimes when you see him go through these matches hmm. where. You're expecting him to pull off the high flying spots that we know you see, and love. Did you him see for. the main event with him, uh, with Mrs. I haven't actually. I, I posted. I saw, I saw the it, highlights. It's part of fucking 31 days. I know, you motherfucker. It's, I know. I just not, didn't have the time to watch. Uh, it. Watch it. <laughs> it's 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 not terrible, but it's not. It's not what you think it is they not could the, put off. It, it was built as a dream match, but it's not the dream match. It's a nightmare. No, not even a nightmare. It's just there, but it's just a weird dream you have. And then, it's just that awkward and then, you, and then you forget when you wake up. It's, it's like that date you've always wanted to have, and then it just ends up all awkward. Uh, yeah, it's not awkward. You say it was. It was. It was solid, solid in its own right, but it was solid in a way that this is 2015 Rey Mysterio, and he can't fly around as much as he used to. And this is 2015 Mystico, who isn't as agile as he was before he got signed to the WWE. It's how do you say this? Rey Mysterio going back is pointless. In my opinion, there's yeah. no, there's nothing. No, no, for no. Him it's not, prove. it's not pointless. It's not pointless if he takes up a trainer role. No, no. If he comes back as a trainer, all well and good, because Florida could use more help yeah. and as much help as they can get. If they're trying to build the performance center as the best possible place <sighs> to learn how to wrestle, how much more credible can you get with bringing in Rey Mysterio? Just but see. at the same time, if you bring him back on TV in any role whatsoever. I think you're lost. No, well, not any role. Siguro, we can probably have him work a storyline with Kalisto and shit like that. Yeah, like, or, you know, if he wants to do, like, a final mask versus mask match or some shit. Oh, well, I wouldn't say well, mask I, versus no. mask. Maybe or like mask a, versus career. Yeah, or yeah, Mark like versus career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he can be the, the Conan to, to Kalisto. Prince Puma. Prince Puma. Yeah, yeah, I could see that uh, happening. Why not? And he, he's already limping anyway. Oh, burn. burn. 
All right, speaking of cruiserweights, we've all, we also got the news this week about the Global Cruiserweight Series. Um, the Global Cruiserweight Series is supposedly WWE's equivalent to the best of the Super Juniors. Uh, it's to pretty some much, It's actually pretty much, pretty much set up the same way. I say yeah. It's going to be over the course of a number of weeks. So, well, the best of the Super Juniors is like, what, uh, 11 days for him? That's like... Eight days, something yeah, like that. So it's a new Japan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like it's like the G one and the but cup. a little shorter. Yeah. So uh, they, that's what they do in New Japan. But obviously, if you you can stretch it out by having it weekly. We yes. don't have details yet on how many uh, cruiserweights they're planning to bring in, deba right? Or who? Yeah, but um, I'm actually optimistic about this just mm. because they're putting a focus on the cruiserweights again, not necessarily by giving them the cruiserweight championship, but by giving them an entire fucking tournament. I don't know. This is. Uh, they should, they, just, they should just take advantage of this by uh, putting a contract on the line. That would but be fun. That would be fun. It's, it, it makes have it, it compelling. Yeah, yeah, have it, it makes be, it compelling. Have it be an invitational. Because, you know, you know how the tournaments are recently. Yeah. How the big the big matches are recently. The Andre the Giant Memorial, Memorial Battle, Battle Royal, Royal means nothing because you just win a huge, a huge statue and nothing else. Yeah. But by hanging a contract in their faces or dangling them in their faces, Dangling that in their faces would actually make the cruiserweight series mean something more than just you know a, a show with nice action. So who do you think they they'd be bringing in for this? Because I don't think that they have what thirty two cruiserweights. I think is what's advertised. They, uh, they don't. They're not getting it from them. From 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 the roster. They're 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 gonna be outsourcing. Give, yeah, outsourcing. So let's let's. Speculate. There's only one. Real answer for this anyway, and it's Zack Saber. Zack fucking Saber Junior. Mm. Yeah. Yep. But, but if, yeah. Yeah. No, but I was gonna say, who else do you think they can pull from Evolve for this? Uh, Will Ospreay, I guess. Probably well, not Timothy Thatcher. Uh, he's not. He's TJ. Not TJ. TJ. Yeah, yeah. I want to see TJP. TJP. Uh-huh. I'd watch that. Who else? That's the thing because Evolve's cruiserweights aren't. Oh, they already have that, Rich Swan. Uh, yeah. Here's Ricochet, thing, sana, but Ricochet is signed to enough. Uh, well, not necessarily signed to NJPW. But, but he is a reigning champion. In, yeah, right? in NJPW. Yeah, but it, it's going to be in July anyway. So. Oh, you never know. Here's my concern, though. Um, and, and this is coming from a kayfabe uh, or you know, a, a blurring of the line standpoint. If you want it to be such that um, there, there's a contract being dangled in front of them and yet you have kayfabe. Uh, there can only be really one winner, right? So like, oh. if, uh, what's, what's it to me if that contract's not going to be for me anyway? If I'm going to have to lose in, say, the semifinals? What? What no, is no, no, it to no. me? In, in keeping kayfabe, in keeping kayfabe, like within the realm of a storyline mm. of a competition, what does it mean to the guy who's supposed to lose in the semifinals? But yeah, I'm going to put on a show, uh, but I'm not eventually going to win anyway. Exposure. Like that contract is not for me. Exposure. It does make sense. I mean. You are getting airtime on the network. Mm. Yeah, that's one. You have eyes on you, and say you you're, you know if you if you appear in WWE, uh, you command any, higher yeah you command you respect. command a higher fee. I mean, look at look at freaking Johnny Wrestling right now. Yeah, he's he's getting paid ridiculous sums just to appear, just because now he can attach the name of NXT mm. as appears as, yeah. on NXT right now. He has so many more bookings than he did at this point last year. When, you know, a lot of people were just like, Johnny Organo, I've heard the name, never seen him. And now look at his exposure. How many of you out there listening haven't have only seen Gargano on NXT? That's the thing. Now that he's on now that he's on Evolve, now that he's taking more indie contracts, it's just beneficial. Would these guys count though? Like uh, Gargano and Champa, they don't have uh, exclusive WWE contract. So would they count under this uh, global cruiserweight series? Possibly. Uh, I yeah, would. Yeah. I would like to think so. I would. I, like I to don't think. think so. I don't think Champa uh, no, is uh, cruiserweight. He, yeah, he's he's huge. Yeah. The limit, I believe, is two hundred five pounds. Which is actually weird because I'm pretty sure the old limit was like two hundred twenty-five. Yeah, it was two hundred ten. Two hundred ten number. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was two hundred ten. But who cares about weight limits anyway? Because it's, it's when it's scripted. <laughs> I don't know. Kayfabe weights. I only found out actually in limits when I started playing the video games. Because when you would create a wrestler and you would manage and weight. What yeah. limits are in so no. it's like video game. Uh, cruiserweight would be until two ten, and then really? light heavyweight from two ten to like two hundred forty. Then you become a heavyweight. Ah, well, the light heavyweight can play for both the cruiserweight and the no. 
Uh, if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the world championship. Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, so Doesn't make sense. That takes care of the global <laughs> When did wrestling series. ever make sense with yeah, the terms yeah, of billions logic. and things? Yeah, it's wrestling logic. <laughs> okay, uh, we, have, we have other stuff to talk about, but let's, let's get into Raw. And some of the big things that happened on Raw this week, particularly Dean Ambrose dropping the Intercontinental Championship to Kevin Owens. Surprise, uh, surprise! I'm happy. I'm happy about this. I don't, uh, think, I don't think there's any reason to be unhappy unless, you know, you're a delusional Dean Ambrose, Mark. No, no, no. Well, see you know, where pe- this is going. No, no, no. People, are in a, people, are, people who hate Kevin Owens because he's fat and lazy are not happy about this. But why? Because they're Marks. <laughs> and No, the, th- the thing is, okay, with this happening, it gives... Dino uh, a really good chance of winning the main event at Fastlane. So that brings me to the point, to the question that with all the rumors about WrestleMania and the card, which, by the way, have not been substantiated yet until probably until after Sunday. Yep. I want to ask, is this another red herring? Is everything a red herring just, you know, just to protect plans? Because it's like there is a new leak almost every week. And... It's funny because it's it's apparently so easy to leak WrestleMania plans. So what if what if it's been right under our noses all along? Now? This could possibly not be the WrestleMania plans. You know what? I'm actually open to the idea that everything they've been doing is to try to uh, get us off the trail. Yeah, now, redheading all which yeah. is which is good because in this day and age, now all of these rumors are so accessible to us yeah, by the tips yeah. of our fingers. It becomes so easy to be jaded and be like, Ah, Tan, I'm not excited for WrestleMania again this year because so and so is going to be in the main event, or so and so is going to be Undertaker's opponent. So the more that they try to mix things up to keep it unpredictable, I think it's a step in the right direction. So. I guess we're all in agreement. Uh, we really want to see Dean versus Triple, Triple H. Yes. Yes. But, okay. but, 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 where does that leave our boy Roman Reigns? I have an answer for that. Uh, and I'm going to have to attribute this properly to uh, Wade Keller. He brought up the possibility of Roman Reigns turning heel and deciding that, you know what, fuck you, Dean Ambrose. If you're going to get your championship out, I'm angry. If I can't win the title, I'll go after the biggest fish in WrestleMania, The Undertaker. Interesting. Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker? At WrestleMania? At WrestleMania? I actually want the Roman Reigns-Lesnar rematch because it, you know, I, I just want some closure for that one. Yeah, because we never got that firm, firm, solid, cathartic closure with that storyline. Uh, it doesn't matter who turns heel. Uh, I, would, or, I would be okay if Roman turns heel on that. Or if there's any Or if involved. Roman stays face uh, against Brock. But I just want to see it because I know these two can deliver a good beating, a, a good solid match. Because at last year's Mania, up until, you know, even before Seth got involved, it wasn't a bad match. Yeah. That, that, it wasn't a bad match. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, no, that, that Brock and Roman be the WWE's Shibata and Ishii. For whatever it's worth. Oh, yeah. Which one Shibata, though? Uh, Brock. Do you see Ishii see Brock? No. No. <laughs> Move set twice. No. no. <laughs> I would. I would know. Um, and I'm. I'm just getting into this right now. Um, I actually would like to see Roman versus Taker, just because it would be so easy for people to root for Taker. Mm. Oh and yeah. It, it, uh, the, the Roman heel turn would oh, come so yeah. easily, just like that. Mm. And for some reason, I guess uh, with Roman getting all these obstacles thrown in his way. It wouldn't be far-fetched to make the character so jaded. He'll just be like, fuck everything. Fuck the fans. I'll just go on my own, my own warpath. And everybody who stands in my way, they'll be damned. Yeah, that's but actually not bad. That's not, that's not bad. But the thing is, is WWE going to pull the trigger on a Taker match? That's the thing. Yes, at this on point. a Taker match? No, yes, no, on a Taker to... match with Roman, I mean. Sure, why not? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big match. It's a star-making moment nonetheless. And... Uh, I think the only thing that would stop them is not the, the uh, not the Undertaker question. Eh? It's the is Vince and uh, is Vince still that stubborn to not turn Roman heel? Because yeah, yeah. we nah. still have, but we still get yes. the vibe that Roman is still the golden boy, yeah. despite yeah, uh, yeah. everybody uh, you know not buying it. Cena isn't. Cena, is Cena has never turned heel. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So that, that's guess. the one thing. That's the one thing that's probably getting in the way of this nice little uh, scenario we've. You know, okay. I just talked about. Okay, so if... Okay, let's play it out. Our fantasy card for Mania is Dean versus Trips, Roman versus Taker. Where does that leave Brock? 
uh, Bray Wyatt because they did go after oh, the yeah, Royal yeah, Rumble. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's still in the cards, right? Um, I'm I'm just thinking here because with the way that they set up everything from the Rumble, it was uh, it's supposedly leading up to Roman getting the WWE Championship from Triple H at WrestleMania. Mm. Can we get um, in an ideal world where Roman Reigns is universally loved by the WWE Universe? If you put Dean Ambrose in his place, do we still get that same amount of catharsis? Yeah. So Dean has his own journey. Dean has been scrapping his own way. And, you know, it came close. Um, he came very close. Yeah, he came very close. And the booking for him is actually way better than the booking for Roman. Um, it's just inadvertently, under- yes. Yes, inadvertently, yes. And very understatedly, mm. yes. So, the, the catharsis is the same because these two, uh, these are the only two guys left from the Shield, obviously, who have not been um, rewarded with the, with a big star-making moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's funny you should say that, though, because you would think that with all of the shit that's gone Roman's way ever since he won the Royal Rumble last year, that but he should have already been that. But star. you know, it's not his fault. It, it really isn't. It really is not. He can't fault. blame the guy. He's trying. Yeah, he's tried so hard and he's done so much with what he's given, but it's not enough because uh, what he's given is holding him down. He's tried so hard and he's got so far. But in, in the, the end, end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, because he's doesn't. not Daniel Bryan. Exactly. No, it's not the thing. No, no, no. It's <laughs> no, not, that, that, not I, even no. the thing. Daniel Bryan got a lucky shot. Several lucky yeah, shots. Yeah, several lucky shots. And Roman Reigns is getting stiffed. By the people who want him to succeed, like I don't know what's happening here. Because uh, whatever they gave Brian, he was able to make it work with his strengths, and whatever they're giving Roman, whatever everything they gave him, he tried to do it well. He tried to make it better with his strengths, but in the end, uh, what he was given also uh, under- underscored his weaknesses. It begs the question, and this is just coming from me out out of the left field sort of thought that I bring to the show. Mm. Is it Roman's pagkukulang with the, you know, the toolbox that he carries with him, with his skill set? No, of, no, is it? Is, I'm not. I'm not. Well, yeah, trying to blame it on him. Is there's it, only is one. It just that skill set that is lacking. Well, yeah, there's one skill he's really lacking. And that's promo on the mic. Yeah. On the mic, but then again, Daniel Bryan's no expert promo. But he's, guy he doesn't no, stumble. But, in, no. Yes, he what, whatever he doesn't. He has. So, no, no, Bryan doesn't sound silly when he when he cuts promos. I think uh, the one thing, if if we are going to compare Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns one last time, mm. and if we're going to analyze why um, Daniel Bryan has come uh, has gotten so far with what he's been given and his limitations, <clears> whereas Roman Reigns could not, you know, um, uh, could not put it all together, mm. it's because Daniel Bryan still has yung yung earnest that people love. Yeah, but, uh, that that genuineness, whereas. Roman seems so manufactured which is the age old argument uh, since since 2014-2015 and well, there's the difference isn't it uh, um, Brian is allowed to be himself and Roman is not for some reason you know but what would that look like like honest honest to goodness if minus all the meddling what uh, that, would that Roman Reigns look like and how would we react to him in I that think case? Roman is a douche not too much of a douche but Sort sort of a douche, so like Randy Orton light. Yeah, probably Randy Orton light with a mix of The Rock. See, I wouldn't know. Is he Samoan? No, I'm I'm trying to just that swagger. I'm trying to picture this in my head because I remember on Father's Day last year Mm. when they released the PSA to be a father. Uh, Roman actually looked endearing oh. as a dad, oh. and they've tried to carry this angle through the Bray Wyatt feud, and now with, with Paul Heyman, they, they're trying to uh, to really set set it and establish that Roman Reigns is a father. He's doing this for his kid, and yet um, it, you you can buy it if you really really wanted to. But Hindisha as believable as Daniel Bryan is a scrappy underdog who worked for 15 years before he got this moment. <laughs> That's true. That's true, though. That is true. It's but, it's weird. I think the issue is. Uh, Roman, but when they try to force when they try to force him to turn it up, it stops working. Like he just doesn't have enough of that. But it's not his fault. And you can't blame the guy. He's you can't say he's lazy because think, he's put in the work. I think it's just really micromanaged. I think that, I think that's just the issue here. Now, uh, now once Vince, Vince just you, wants to no yeah once Vince likes you he just wants you to say. Everything he wants you to say. 
you know what? I just want them to give Roman a chance to turn heel just so they can um, they can see what he can do in a different situation. Yeah, so the so Rock, we can go back to it. And, and then here, yeah. And then we we have to bring up The Rock. Yeah, we have to bring up The Rock. We really, really do have to bring up The Rock because that's case in point what is happening. Yeah, because The Rock was supposed to just be some generic baby face that no one would have cared about until they turned him heel and that's when his stock and his star really shone. Hmm. So there. The funny thing about you know, just just a quick aside. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about The Rock and his persona in the in in the wrestling scene Universe. is that he has to maintain attitude era rock when he is shown perfectly well outside the ring that he can be a legit face, a legit baby face. Like not, he's, not just super baby yeah, face. Yeah, super baby face. He saves and, puppies. You know, he yeah, yeah, does charity work. Yeah, he, you know, he gives his uncle Tonga a truck. Yeah. <laughs> he buys he's, his mom he, a car. He, 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 buys, he, gives, he, he gives out buys selfies Nia for Jax. people. Yeah. And, then, and then whenever he comes back to WWE, he always has to be this asshole. That's this sexist, sexist asshole. Sexist, Creep. juvenile, immature, creepy asshole. It's funny. If you want rock, if rock isn't Attitude era rock, people will not cheer for him. But it's weird it's, because, because he's gotten like way him. over. He's he's gotten way over doing his own thing. Yeah, the Rock doesn't need that shit because you, you give us the Rock, we will love the Rock, regardless no matter of, what. Yeah, regardless no of what gimmick he's got. Yeah, so I I think it's things like that that further uh, underscore uh, Vince's negative influence on on the product, on the characters. And our final thought on Vince tonight: Die, Vince, die. Hey. Uh, but, 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 speaking of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, his father is getting a legacy award this year. Yeah, no, he's not He's not getting his, the award. It's award. named no, his, after okay, his father. Okay, no. That's what I meant to say. Good job, Take Camus. it away. I tried to transition. I can't do it. This is how we celebrate your return after three weeks of absence. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, fuck that show, man. I'm, I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym Dude. trying to get back. Dude, I'm okay, in the yeah, gym trying to get okay, back. Okay, whatever you say. Yeah, whatever and working you say long nights. Whatever you say. <laughs> working long anyway, nights. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's a new award that's going to be introduced properly and formally next week on Raw. It's called the Vincent J. McMahon Legacy of Excellence Award. And all we know, according to the, to the announced team, is it's going to be given to somebody who's exemplified a level of excellence. That, I think I think, uh, I think this yeah. is the Daniel Bryan Award. Because it's, what is there a way of... Getting around having to induct him to the Hall of Fame this year after his retirement. Why is it for Daniel Bryan Lang? Like, can't it be for some old guy oh, who's who, still with the company? Who, 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 pray who? tell, are you going to give this award to other Pat than Daniel Patterson? Bryan? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody in the back. Pat I, Patterson, you're going to give him an award for, you know, having guys blow him backstage? Or fucking Michael P.S. Hayes or some shit. Oh, fuck the race, the you're going to fucker. give the races the award? I don't know. I, uh, I, I second really biggest do not know. racist? Yeah, the guy who gets to stick with the company after. Hogan How gets many? to leave. Oh. Hall of Famer, number one. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not, not individually. So the free no. birds are. No, not yet, you doofus. Uh, <laughs> they're actually rumored to go in this year. By the way, how come the Hall of Fame announcements have been stopped? That's a very good question. That is a very good question. By now, that's the first class. class. By yeah, mga March, yeah, yeah. We only have One. Stang. Yeah, just him. That's weird. <laughs> very, very weird. I don't. Did we all pause? Did we all, you know, go back to the drawing board in this? I think everything just stopped after. No, I think they realized that Daniel Bryan was going to retire. No, no, no. I think uh, the the Vince J McMahon Award is going to go to Bryan, and he's going to get awarded to Hall of Fame ceremony. That's. I really no, think this award's going to go to the ceremony, or he's going to be inducted. No, no, no. He's going to get the award at, at the, the ceremony. ceremony. Yeah, makes sense. Because he won't get inducted yet. That's how. That's how they get around it. Would this would it piss you off if by next week they announce that it's going to someone who's not Daniel? No, Bryan. no, man, not necessarily. But it's it just my guess. Who. It depends who. So I, I have no idea. I'll find Brian. Can you not be big guy? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> it would be funny though if it was like Titus O'Neil or something. Oh <laughs> shit. Now let's uh, stay with with Daniel Bryan because if you watched Raw this week, you would have noticed that the Divas <laughs> Championship storyline now is centered around fucking Daniel Bryan. Uh, no, I don't have a big problem with this as much as you do. I say, uh, it's with, not flat out horrible. It's uh, whether they intended to or not. Brie Bella is already pretty as- heavily associated with Dino Bryan, so parang uh, okay. That's way better heel heat than you know referencing Reed Flair. 
I guess the the problem I had with it is it shows just how lacking yung story nina Charlotte and Brie to begin with. And how Brie hasn't no. had any character development such that when she went after Charlotte's title, the only thing they had going for it was Brie won in a non-title match against Charlotte. So they had, parang, the, the things just fell into place. Which is, actually, no, which is actually better. Now, you don't have to just run with Brie won a non-title match against Charlotte. Now you have something personal. And some, that something personal was, you know, low-hanging fruit that was not, you know... Not, not offensive. Yeah, not offensive to begin with. It's like, so would you rather have? I don't know, would you rather have none of that? No, no, man. No, I'm, I'm not saying I would. Uh, I wouldn't rather have like some something in uh, something offensive being brought. On no, air. no, not not the offensive not part, the offensive but part, the, yeah. the lack of uh, personal. Gravitas. Yeah, yeah, personal gravitas around surrounding a story. No, I'm I'm all for the gravitas. It's just uh, I just found it lazy. You know, that's it. I, uh, I, I just found it lazy. It's, it's no, easy. it's not. It's opportunistic. It's I wouldn't even call it lazy. It's just easy and. Easy may be lazy, but when it works, it works. When you know, when it naturally segues from something that actually happened without anyone's control, then it works. It works better than most other options, I guess. I guess what's more, uh, which makes it annoying to me is it's not a feud I can totally invest in. Even though I love Brian, I love Bree, because I I'm gonna Bree is just a stopgap. Like the real end game is Charlotte, Becky, Sasha at Mania. Mm. So. In effect, so, the storyline is so useless. Who, so whose fault is that? Isn't that your fault? Because hey, you found out that it was gonna, uh, we were eventually going to lead to you know, to Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha? It's not my fault for finding out. It, I mean, the it, writing it is, is on the wall. No, the writing is on the wall. Yeah, no, the writing yeah. is on the wall. But, you know, when you know that uh, this, this, is, is the this, case. this is the plan, it's kind, of, it's kind of your fault for finding out. No, it, it, it just it's becomes... Your, you've, I mean, we voluntarily... Uh, Part the veil, you know, behind the secrecy. No, not even. I mean, um, yeah, sure, it may be also because we read the dirt sheets and yeah. the rumors and all that shit. But even if you don't read the dirt sheets, you, you go, oh, oh, Becky and Sasha still have a beef to settle with Charlotte because of the events of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, e- but that's true. But here's the thing. Even if you don't read the dirt sheets, now, if you don't read the dirt sheets, you're not going to have that much awareness about the whole thing. Parang the magic, well, I wouldn't say the magic, but the... Uh, the suspense, no, not suspension. Just okay. Suspense is still there. It's like um, it's like reading the Wikipedia for Lucha Underground. If we read the Wikipedia and then find out who wins the Ultima Lucha, uh, you brought that upon yeah, yourself. Yeah, you brought that upon yourself, and we're just gonna dismiss every other momentous thing that happens during season two because we know that something else is gonna happen at Ultima Lucha. I'm not saying that I'm not open to like appreciating the story for no, what it is. I know that's not it, what you're saying. Not, yeah. I, I know. Na, yeah. It, it, just, it just becomes so hard to get invested in it because I know that uh, you know, it's going to go another yeah, way. And, and I'm, just telling, I'm just telling you that it's hard for you to get invested because you made it hard for you to get invested. And the you story. Brought, it, no matter what we're talking about, uh, when, when you people as a fan, everyone, not just you, us, everyone who, who reads about wrestling on the internet... When you do this to yourself, it's it really is making it hard for yourself to, uh, in, well, fully in- enjoy sorry, or yes. fully at least fully appreciate everything that happens in the present. I guess in devil's advocate argument, go would be that um, less of the fan blaming and more on more onus on creative to make stories more emotionally investing for you know for for for, for the fans. Oh yeah, for, yeah. For the yeah that's but. The that's, that's a has problem. always been there. That's a problem that has existed since time in memory. No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the devil's advocate to your devil's advocate and saying that, but the way but the way they introduce the fact that they introduce Brian is actually them uh, trying harder. At least it might not be what you're looking for, but it is trying harder. At the end of the day, it's something. It's, yeah, it's and, something, and, and it's it really compelling is, you know, uh, to an, to a degree. To a all degree. the same though, if if it is no matter how compelling it is, if you spoil, if you like skip ahead to the ending, it doesn't it? It defeats. Of, it defeats the purpose of the middle, of the build up, of the drama of all of it. I'm. I'm just saying that. Uh, I don't blame you at all for not liking it. I'm just saying that you just made it harder, and then everyone who el- everyone else who does it made it harder for themselves. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it. It's just. It's just annoying to hear. Na parang it. it uh. You know, in a way, it's kind of like victim blaming, even though it's not. Uh, you it, know, it's, it's not. It's fan blaming. It, it's fan blaming. You, you brought this upon yourself. It's just 
like this is this is my situation, but this is no, these both, are the things I've read. Both, and, it's uh, both you brought it upon yourself, and it's also it's uh, also their fault. fault. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, like the, like these are the things I saw. So, <laughs> diba? parang th- that's but, my mindset uh, after I saw the things unfold. Because simply on the money, if you know, if you if you believe that at WrestleMania Charlotte Becky Sasha is happening, would you really care about every, anything else? No. Do you care about anything else that's gonna happen in between? You're gonna try. That that is why. Uh, well, that is why. On the other hand, we feel legit suspense at who wins at Fastlane because uh, everything is up in the air. Up, well, legit up in the air. Yes. But that's where your argument comes in. Nah, creative has made it compelling. Has and made this. Particular storyline compelling. All the not same. just no. That's not the only storyline that's actually compelling. Like no, AJ no, no. Jericho yeah, is no. actually really, really. Good. I didn't hey, say it was the only thing that was compelling. Yeah, I'm just saying it was compelling. Anyway, 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 anyway. Moving forward, yes, AJ Jericho. AJ Jericho on SmackDown, best thing that you can watch this week. Yeah, take it the week. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't take it. By all means, take it. I'm yeah, yeah. Like I, I have a, I have another uh, option for pick of the week. <laughs> now we we just got to commend uh, AJ Jericho Miz. Miz, I think in particular deserves to be commended. Miz, okay, pause. When was the last time we saw Miz wrestling matches this good? I don't know. Uh, since he was wrestling King. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much? I would argue that some of the matches with Miz now were, were, were decent at best. They are, no, they are decent. Miz, I mean, Miz has been unentertaining to say the least for the past few years. But then now, I don't know if it's the dance partner argument, but... Damn, son. No, I think they just found the perfect role to stick him in. The, the same way that he was really compelling to watch during the storyline with Mizdow. That's, um, yun, yun kulang kay Miz, yung momentum. Like, he'll have something really good. It will flame out for one reason or another. And then he'll go back to old, snarky no, Hollywood. No, he'll, he'll go back to irrelevance. And then he'll just suddenly find himself relevant again. So, I don't know. Um, they can use this, um, interact, this nifty little interaction with AJ and Jericho as a way to... Well, they already they're already making Miz, and he could be a legit contender for either the U.S. Championship or the Intercontinental Championship. Without question, but mm. I really do want to see AJ Styles versus Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's, that is I, I'm sorry. I mean, we were talking about but this I, earlier this week. I have a feeling that with all the talent they have at the mid, in the mid card, it's probably just going to be another multi man match. Yeah, ladder match maybe. Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, and here's a serious forecast: Dolph Ziggler will still not get a singles match at WrestleMania. Oh snap! That's accurate though. That's yeah, accurate. That, though. That's my fearless forecast for Mania. But if Dolph Ziggler wins Andre Armbar this year. I don't see that being outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's it could it. You, you never know. Not yeah. that it means anything, yeah, but not that you it never know. Um, let's talk really quickly about the spirit animal of Mark Henry. Oh, right, Mark. Henry. Mark Henry. Yeah, Mark Henry, who apparently suffered an injury to his ribs uh, during his match with Big E on Raw. So I, I kind of felt something was amiss when Henry was already favoring his ribs. That was Big E tried to pick him up for the big ending, and then Mark Henry just slithered out. It it was it was know. awkward. It, it was, was awkward, awkward, and I kind of want to blame Nizark for doing what he did. So, he only needed he only needed to hang in there for like a second more. No, maybe. Yeah, I, I know, I know. The, he was, you know, he was he was being supported on his ribs. Yeah, and that might have hurt like fuck. But <laughs> shit, man. Suddenly, suddenly he just held on for just a bit more. It's just. We'll, we'll never you know. know. <laughs> we we actually don't was, know the extent of the injury. It was it was such a. Embarrassing botch for Biggie. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. for Biggie. And and the cameras actually could show Biggie and his look of concern. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, K- it, Mark was Henry. it was unnatural yeah. for a guy who's been dissing everyone with his big booty. Yeah. For yeah. how many weeks now? Uh, so we hope that Mark Henry gets well soon. Obviously. Um, no, I think I think I think uh, I have to I have to make a bold statement here. I think Nizark needs to retire already. Well, like more than Big Show. More than Yo. Big Show, more than Kane. Big Show is healthy. More than Big Show, more than Kane. Kane doesn't need to retire. He's still good. Uh, but yeah, and then Big Show the needs day. to retire. Um, it's just, Soon. I don't know. It's old. The, these starts and stops are worse than Barrett's, actually. Mm. And he needs, he needs to go for his family. Um, other old guys that we could probably talk about. How about the Dudleys? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah heel turn. Yeah, we got to talk about the Dudleys uh, turning heel. 
I like that. I like that the commentators acknowledged the history nila with Paul Heyman right after they attacked Roman Reigns. I have, you know, I have watched a lot of ECW in my time, and it's fun. Your it's time? fun to see. No, you know, oh, in my oh. spare time. Okay. In my spare time, I meant to say. So, How old are you? I'm 25 years old. Anyway. Not that old. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But watching ECW and seeing that is just like. You you when you see that connection, it's like ah! You it gave me that glimmer of hope that maybe okay, Paul Heyman's reuniting the ECW originals. That might be fun. Tommy Dreamer gets something again. Let's see where this goes. No, but I, I, I don't no. think that's happening. I know, I, I know it's not happening. But it was just like that. There's that half second where I thought that might just happen, and it's fun. But no, no. You know what I <laughs> what I actually want to see is to see the Dudley Boys as for hired guns ni Heyman. Uh, to protect Brock. Actually, yeah. How come I didn't Parang think of fighters that? Fighters for hire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> How come yeah. I didn't think of that? No, I, I, didn't, I forgot to make that connection when they attacked Roman. No, um, I think yung, uh, that, that connection, even though Cole <laughs> mentioned it, um, it was lost in the hubbub of everything that was happening. So not everyone... Because it was no, 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 people, uh, I guess not everyone will remember that Dudley Boys were part of ECW. Yeah, at that yeah. moment, I guess. Or not everyone just noticed you said Nicole because yeah. people tune Cole out. Yeah, I, I tune Michael Cole out a lot. But when he said that, I was like, oh man, we don't make connection done. And um, they could they could play the same angle that the Shield did uh, during their brief association with Punk and Paul Heyman, which was interesting, but yeah. at the same time ineffective. I mean, that storyline you barely remember it because the only thing that made it of consequence was that blackout where they assaulted. What's his name? Right back. Right back. Right yeah. back. Yeah. Right back. Anyway. No big deal, but it could have been something. Uh, one last gripe from me about Raw. I noticed that the League of Nations are now just a bunch of foreign jabronis. Uh, who win their matches, though. Yeah, who win their matches, but all the same, they like their perception jabronis. now is they are jabronis. So they are like two steps below the, the World Heavyweight Championship. Now the Triple H is uh, the world champion. It's fine. Okay, just a month ago, or you know, um, two months ago, Sheamus was the man. Yeah, and and you know, the League of Nations was the group flanking the man. Now, now that Roman was a champion, Triple H is a champion. They are a bunch of wandering jabronis. They don't even work for the authority anymore, which is weird. Because I would have expected them to flank Triple H. Oh. Um, it, it, no. it would have been nice to create this little tension between Triple H and Sheamus. Yeah. Now that you know, Sheamus goes no. from being the champ to being the employee. Oh. So uh, I, I, I wish. And then, and then employee. And then these guys don't even like the Intercontinental Championship Fatal Five Way. How come we get Stardust and fucking Tyler Breeze in the championship match? We couldn't get Alberto. Or Rusev. No, Alberto's in the US. Yeah, yeah, though, sure, okay. sure. At least Rusev and Sheamus deserve like that. I know spot that those spots much. in the. I know. In a I don't five know. way. But I mean, that was the stupidest shit ever. But I mean, they they had eight, that. It's like you could have made it an eight man match and. No, not no. Why would you? No, you missed the point. The point is why are Stardust and Breeze, Breeze in yeah. this match? No, I think they mentioned something about like former Intercontinental Champions. In which case, Tyler Breeze still doesn't count. Oh what the fuck? I, I, I'm not sure if you heard that because I don't know. I, 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 I did not. I did not. Something about like uh, the contenders being former IC Rude. champions. But well, I didn't. I mean, Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze wasn't even NXT champion. What yeah, Tyler Breeze has no championships in his resume. No, no, no championships. And Steph whatsoever. made that match, and he could, she could have easily booked Rusev Anyone. and Sheamus in Anyone. that match. Yeah, I, I don't get uh, where the League of Nations is going now. Um, it, it's just sad to see, uh, sad to see that. Plus, um, Lana is pretty much expendable. Oh. Have you noticed though that they've uh, done their best to crop Lana out? Yeah. Of shots. Yeah. As as in both in uh, in photos and uh, TV. TV. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's deliberate, mm. but more and more, it could be very soon when we see her get her future endeavored. Uh, well, no. As long as Rusev is employed, I don't think Lana is going anywhere. What if they fire her on her wedding day? I mean, uh. That's a little harsh. They did that to Punk. Yeah, they did that to Punk. That was <laughs> way harsh. I mean, there's precedence. And, and there is heat on Lana after how she ruined the love quadrangle, you know, uh, by... by love quadrangle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a fucked up story. We know that. We all concede that. But it, uh, th- she still has a transgression against uh, Vince and the powers that be. Mm. 
So yeah, um, I'm I'm just putting it out there. Nah, we could be seeing Lana gone from the E very soon. Okay, um, some other stuff that we got to talk about uh, with Vendetta coming up this Saturday. We got to give a shout out to our boys who represented both the company and the Philippines and made us proud in Malaysian Pro Wrestling's first ever standalone show, Uprising. So let's give a shout out to Chris Panzer, who was in the main event of that show, and the new Extreme Division champion, Bombay Suarez, who will be taking the gold with him to Vendetta uh, in a champion yes. versus champion match against Ken Warren. Actually, I didn't Yeah, yeah. So, uh, of course, we're so happy. We're so proud of the guys for, for representing us in Malaysia. And I, for one, am excited to see that Extreme Division Championship belt in person. What excites me even more about Uprising is I didn't realize until, you know, until uh, the boys uh, were, tell- were talking about it uh, backstage. Is, uh, shit, this show is not just Malaysia. It's Singapore. Uh, it's Singapore. It's Vietnam. And it's uh, us, and it's us, and that is that is insane for us. For those who don't know, because it's not explicitly mentioned in in a lot of the promotional material, you have to dig deep into the ones with the heavy text and everything to find out. And it's crazy to think that there is actually a Southeast Asian scene uh, blossoming, blossoming with us included. Yeah, and uh, and I think foreigners want to work with us. Yeah, uh, uh, the guys from Vietnam—they're actually being trained by Dick Togo mm. of New Japan. And was he ever in WWE? Yeah, yes, he was. He was. He he started Kaintai. Right. So uh, Dick Togo of New Japan and WWF fame is the guy who's training the new Vietnam guys. Mm. So um, uh, uh, Bombay Suarez and Chris Panzer—they actually got to hang out with Dick Togo over the and, weekend. And classical Brian Leo, who for some reason was on the trip. Yeah, curiously. I did not approve that, but whatever. Oh, that, that is a very good point. It's not company money on the land. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I mean, he, he does have first world money after all. Sure, sure. Uh, we're excited for, for, for Vendetta, that's all we're saying. Uh, and if you haven't bought your tickets now, go ahead and buy them at the appraisery. Or if you, for some reason, can't go to Kubao X before the weekend, then tickets will be sold at the gate. Yeah. Okay. Um couple other things that we got to get to before we wrap this baby up. Lucha Underground. Hello! Uh, With the debut of Joey Ryan. Yeah, the king of dong style. Joey Ryan is part of Lucha Underground. We haven't uh, seen this week's episode yet because we're recording on a Wednesday night tonight. Uh, but as of last week, the bomb was <laughs> dropped. Cortez Castro has given us a reason to care about the crew. Oh, snap. He's apparently a double agent or a secret agent infiltrating Dario oh, Cueto's I, I, I inner love circle. That, I love that story. But, uh, shit, what else can they think of? Yeah. He's uh, so good. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> Here's something I want to say. Because uh, I've been listening to podcasts involving members of Lucha Underground over the last year. And it's nice to see you mga insights nila about the show um, oh. outside of Kayfabe. So I've heard a podcast with Mundo on it with Conan and Vampiro. And these guys have all been saying that there are storylines that they've... Um, season 1 pa lang, they were mapping it out now across several seasons. Damn, so son. So here's my question. I know, I know, I know Puma has a 7-season storyline. Apparently, hindi lang pala si Puma. So yeah. here's my question. Was this cruise shit a several season storyline? Probably. Probably. If it is. Tanginangaling. If it is. I, I just, I, you know, I just wish Big Rick didn't leave. Because I, even though he did not fit the Lucha Underground mold, I would have loved. He was loved, entertaining. Yeah, was I would, I would have loved to see where, where his story would go. Yeah, instead they, they ended him in the, uh, in, in the comics. Fucking lost an eye. <laughs> yeah, and instead uh, his character died in the comics. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to see uh, the closure in Big Rick's arc, you can find one of the web comics of Lucha Underground in which he gets killed by the Disciples of Death. Now, as wait, for the Disciples of Death kill people? Like, yeah, the they're comics? the fucking Disciples of Death. Yeah. Anyway, so so uh, Cortez Castro's real name apparently is Officer Reyes, and Officer Reyes has a partner. Yes, in Joey Ryan. And um, they're being told to pretend that they don't like each other when they go back to the temple. And uh, Officer Reyes apparently is still concerned that Bale got eaten by Cueto's <laughs> brother. What type of Officer Reyes? No, me concern. My pake. No, yeah. but it's one of those things that some people tend to forget. I mean, if you didn't listen... That someone died? <laughs> not just somebody died. Someone was no, nobody, eaten. No, no, no. Nobody else knew that someone died except for the crew. 
and Dario and us. Yeah, and us. <laughs> but we're not we're not part of the universe. But in in kayfabe, sila lang nakalam na namatay si Bale. Yeah. So what it, I would like to know, by the way, is uh, what if the whole Joey Ryan act in PWG in Japan in DDT? What if it's all just a part of his undercover shit? Tungin, huh? <laughs> That's what I was telling Anthony last week. Now, what if it Do was... explain. No, no, no. You know, you know all the, the dong-style shit, the boobplex, the, the, the dick suplex. What if that pervy shit is just really an undercover shit? And this is all just the ploy. Yeah. So, hindi natin siya masuspect hang police. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love that. And uh, is it... I, I think it's safe to say that Joey Ryan is the wrestling Jake Peralta. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. One air handshake. Why the fuck not? I approve of that reference. Um, uh, sticking with Lucha Underground, I'm a fucking aero star. The guy yeah. is a fucking time traveler. Okay, we're doing whole LU in review now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay, on. for real fucking though. Time traveler. Time traveler. Where the fuck is this shit coming from? He's not just a man from the stars. He's a man out Dude, of time. Dude, he has he has he has jet engines in his boots. <laughs> so, sino si Rip Hunter? Probably, yeah. No, 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 no. He's not no, 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 no. He's Booster Gold. Ye- no, yes, Booster Gold would boost- have to come from the future. Yes. Oh, where, where does he come from? No, he comes from the past and then he goes to the How- future. Yeah, Aero comes. What past did he come from? The, the, the ancient, ancient Aztec times. Were you not listening to the, to the vignette? <laughs> did, did the audio not <laughs> play well in your playback? No, 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 no. I forgot, I forgot. Yes, he came from the past, but he's futuristic, and then he went to our time. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make much sense, but it's it's Lucha Underground, and I think that's the beauty of it. But uh, we do have a dragon, a legit dragon. There's a dragon and a phoenix. There's oh, by a the way, phoenix. There's a mystical, mythical has, monster. Has that's anyone? Has to anyone? Has anyone noticed that <laughs> all the evil henchmen people fight in the vignettes are luchadors? Yeah, yeah. They the all fuck, wear man? masks. It gets more ridiculous every week, but I wait, love it. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of ridiculous, Cobra Moon. Oh, so yeah, from it's Mar- it's it's from Cobra Moon, what the fuck? <laughs> so from Mortal Kombat, the Cobra Moon. Eh. Yeah, so uh, that's cheerleader Melissa, right? Is yeah. it? I, I, yeah. I haven't looked. The, I haven't looked at the Wikipedia I have, page. I have. That, that's no, Melissa. Don't fucking look at the Wikipedia page. No, don't do it, son. No, her page doesn't spoil shit. Don't do it. No, don't I, I promise. Do it. Her, her page does not spoil anything. Cobra Moon. Yeah, but Cobra Moon is uh, cheerleader Melissa from the Indies. Um, what else is there to mention? I, I had a, I had this little list in my head. Uh, oh, you know what? Um, the, I I was actually surprised that several characters uh, spoke better English than I thought they could. Like, like who? Like who? Cuerno. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah Cuerno's not bad. Uh, and Tejano, because from season one he didn't speak a whole lot of English. Tejano. No, Tejano's good. Tejano's good. Tejano's very good. I mean, I mean, how can you call yourself Tejano and not speak English? Because he's not from Texas, from fucking Mexico. He's from ba- yeah, he's from Baja California. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. So yeah, uh, that that's just kind of weird. But uh, Lucha Underground, um, I'm, Lucha I'm excited Underground. for the next so episode. So many layers. Y'all, y'all should watch it, man. Yes. If you're not on this shit yet, this is the best weekly episodic wrestling show. And if you, can, there. If you cannot suspend your disbelief for Lucha Underground, you, you have don't no deserve heart. it. You La don't puso. deserve it. Just and turn the TV off. You, you, you're like you're pretty much like fucking Jim Cornette. And and do yourself a favor and read uh, Anthony's Lucha Underground reviews on Smart Henry. Mm. They're actually fun. They mm. enhance the experience for me. So I'm I haven't actually read a single one yet because uh, for fear of spoilage. Yeah, here's the thing. Minamadali ko sarili ko na mapanood yung episode so I can edit his pieces before Tane, they come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. your job, bro. No, I know. Fuck. That's your bro, job. Yo. I'm I'm editing his shit and covering your ass because. You can't watch it on time. Yeah. So fucking sorry, watch sorry, it on time. Sorry, Anthony. Fucking watch it on time tomorrow. No, I'm actually trying to watch it with him. Yeah, so bukas. So, while I watch uh, the premiere Survivor. All right, uh, that brings us to the end of episode number 100. Lang, Deepa. Deepa? Oh, Picks, Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week, son. Yes, Picks of the Week. 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 Picks of the Well, we still have time on this week's budget, so. Whatever. Um, okay, before we end episode number 100, we gotta give you our picks of the week. So, gentlemen, uh, floor is yours. Phoenix Cuerno. Oh, shit. Last luchador standing. Fucking hell, that was good. Doesn't need to be said. If you're not on Lucha Underground, if you're not hyped for this shit, 
watch this match and watch them destroy the living hell out of each other because it is fun to watch. What did you think for the of Corno winning the Geo the Guardian the Guardians of the Galaxy title? It's all right. I don't mind. I mean, it was fu- it was fun to see in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Th- that that dude needs a bigger push. Like the guy, I, the guy I, needs a push somewhere else. But on LU, it's fun to watch. By the way, King Cuerno, I would love to see this guy in uh, a cruiserweight series. That would be fun. Yes, but, and Phoenix too. Is he a cruiserweight to Cuerno? Let, uh, let me no, look that up. Cuerno, but I would, I would assume yes. In the in the interest of time, let's save it for later. But Cuerno, Cuerno can very realistically be. A cruiserweight yeah. because Phoenix Phoenix is pretty much cruiserweight. He's not as jacked as Cuerno. No, because I look, I look I look at Cuerno as like Billy Kidman. You know, Billy very Kidman close, was huge, very close. In ninety kilos, yeah, that's Times give or take one hundred ninety, two hundred pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's two hundred. Okay, he pasok. Yeah, pasok. But that's the thing. Cuerno is a crazy fuck for taking the bumps that he did during that match, uh-huh. and it's it's intense. It's intense and it's fun and. Watch Lucha Underground. Yeah, this is also why concussions happen. But anyway, <laughs> uh, don't my, get concussions. My pick of the week is uh, last week's SmackDown match: um, AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho two. That shit is G one worthy. It yeah. is. It really is. It, but um, I, I, I bet AJ's bringing the G one match. Yeah, I, I bet Jericho hasn't been in the G one forever since forever, or maybe never. Maybe never. But oh shit! Uh, if you've never seen a G one climax match, which I haven't. Uh, you should. So, but, how do you explain uh, what what G one worthy means? Uh, um, basically, it's a it's not a super consequential match, pero they still bring it. It's like it's like fifteen minutes tops, or on average, fifteen uh, ten to fifteen minutes. Uh, it's a, a, a one of our uh, many round robin matches, and uh, every now and then you get golden gems like yeah, this. and and they bring it because it's NJPW. They they cannot not bring it. Chris Jericho has been in the G1 Climax, See? 1997. There you go, Holy Harry. Shit. He had a match against Jushin Thunder Liger, oh, among, no, no, no. If he, if among he, others. If he had, if he was in the G1 Climax in 97, that means he wrestled everyone. Yes. So that would, who won the 97 one? And I have no idea. I, w- I would assume it's like Nagata or something. Well, Liger's in it. Wild Pegasus is in it. Interesting. <laughs> Benoit was in it? Benoit was in it. Oh, well, maybe, yeah, 97. Wait, that, that, let me look that up, up right now. Up. Fact check. We have about 20 minutes on the show before our... Yeah, well, while we're doing that. Oh, yeah, so anyway, yes. Uh, 97, it's, it's uh, a... Sasaki. Kensuke okay. Sasaki, whoever that is. I, I have no idea. Uh, so, Inya, uh, G1 Climax match. It's not... It, it could be like one of a million matches, matches. Lost, lost in the shuffle, but they will still bring it. And that's what happened here. All right. And shit. And AJ, you know, AJ is insane. I, I, I still hate Jericho, but uh, it was the right result because uh, they need to have a rubber match. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one quick question before my pick of the week: Are they booking AJ Styles as well as they could be? Yes, yes. Um, Sans, it could be worse. It, it could be so much worse. But Sans giving him a intercontinental title push or putting him in this in the U.S. title scene. I don't think there's anything that they could be doing better than giving him a high-profile feud on this level and letting him wrestle the way that he is meant to wrestle. Okay, I don't know. No, see here. You first, uh, then I'll throw a point out. Um, I like the way they're booking AJ Styles. I said they're giving him a well-thought-out, well, not maybe too well-thought-out, but a well-thought-out enough, uh, enough storyline. There is some legitimate nuance with the telling of the story. Okay, uh, the story makes sense, and and I totally agree. But in character, hindi ba kaya nagkukulang? Because I was listening to it's it's a. Uh, I was listening to Stone Cold uh, ponder about AJ kanina, mm. and he mentioned na kulang yung build up sa character mismo ni AJ. It's not fleshed out mostly because they haven't given him enough time to talk. And well, they haven't given him. It's only been what four weeks, three it's weeks. It's been a month. Yeah. It's been at least a month. No, I think that the whole <clears throat> keeping him silent is thing is I know it's, it's just it's building up. It's the same. It's it's better than when Chris Jericho wasn't talking, and it's making people care about him. Because obviously they're bullying him. Yeah, but with 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 sense, with direction. Okay, because I I I'm just thinking that maybe it could be Vince's uh, bias against guys with a southern draw. No, no. well, probably yeah, but not entirely. It, it's very well possible. Yeah, very it's very well possible. possible. Given yung, yung background niya, diba, na, the background, uh, from where he grew up in the Carolinas and all that shit. So, um, just something I wanted to throw uh-huh. out. I, I think one month is too 
soon to tell whether he's not being fleshed out on purpose. Okay. But, uh, well, it's not that um, I wanted to ask if it was being done on purpose. It's just I just wanted to know what you thought because I'm enjoying AJ Styles as is, but that's also because I don't uh, I haven't seen a lot of his work outside WWE, so ah. hindi ko hindi ko compare na maayos well, yung build up ng characters. Yeah. There's so much to watch. Yeah, which is why I'm I'm doing my homework. There is and so so much to watch. That leads me to my pick of the week because I'm trying to watch more New Japan um, as of late. So I watched Road to the Beginning. Uh, I, I try to watch both. So my pick of the week would be Tanahashi versus Kenny Omega. For the IWGP Intercontinental Championship Great match uh, The match Great was match. almost an hour long And mm. uh, there were multiple run-ins and, <laughs> Yeah, multiple run-ins But first, I, I was like It's a clusterfuck to, ah. And then after some time I let it sink in And it's like Okay, yeah, I guess it kind of made sense uh, There was a point at the start Where uh, Cody Hall and Yujiro Were at ringside And then Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega Told him to go back He said the smart marks will get angry if you're here, or you know something along those lines. So you know that kind of cracked me up, and I, I uh, yeah, the match was just enjoyable. Um, the way that they paid tribute to Nakamura in that match, and the way that both guys traded finishers was also um, a good way to build up the suspense. So they there. always trade finishers, especially yeah, Tanahashi. Especially Tanahashi. <laughs> no, not just the finishers nila, but even Nakamura's finishers. Yeah. Say, the, yeah, the match was a tribute to um, you know the swaggy one. All right. Uh, with that, I you've got our picks the of the week. One. Oh, fine. The shiny swaggy one. Swaggy end. Swaggy and shiny one. Swaggy end. Swaggy end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> swaggy end. I like that. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the end of episode number one hundred of the SGP podcast. We could not have made it to this point without you, and we mean that. So, yeah, yeah. So thank you. Gracias. From the bottom of our hearts and the hearts Grazie. of our bottoms, uh, for helping us stay alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to everyone. The new year started. It's like two no, weeks in. No, when I was doing all the foreign language shoutouts, I fucking yeah, brought you guys some decoy. No, the foreign language shoutouts oh. at the top of the uh, top of the show. Uh, it's not like anybody from China is listening. You never know. I don't think they even have iTunes in China. That's, that's very possible though Wait Apple's made in China No, Apple's made in China But it doesn't mean That the services Are available there Fine Yeah So I, I wouldn't know To be very honest with you Maybe Hong Kong though Merci Yeah I was about to say that yeah, Did you say Dankeschön already? Yeah, yeah I did Okay uh, uh, Then I guess I'm Maraming done. maraming salamat po we should get, no, 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 we should get we should get the Charo Santos maraming salamat po. I'm like putting that here. You know, just for fun. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to- we should totally do that. Stan's editing. Yeah. Uh, so, no, so, I mean like your dad works for ABS. Yeah, you could like get the clip. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Download from your usual sources, whether that's uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Buzzsprout, or wh- wherever you're listening yeah, yeah, to your us. Favorite, listen yeah. to us. Uh, leave a comment and don't forget to rate us. And we'll catch you next week for the post fast lane, post vendetta. Yeah, post vendetta. It'll be a big, big week in wrestling once again, Ooh. and we'll try to see if we can oh get boy. if we can get to oh talk boy. to somebody from PWR. <laughs> Or from someone uh, among PWR's yeah, yeah, yeah. vast network to join us post Fastlane and post Vendetta. Because you never know who's gonna show at Vendetta. Yeah. So till t- till then, thank you very much, and we're out of here. Peace out. Maraming salamat sa inyong patuloy na pagsuporta sa SGP Podcast. 